keep saying absolutely. 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 <laughs> this is not a vodka advertisement. Exactly, no. no. I'm halfway down in the bottom of a bottle and I ain't gonna change my way. But I ain't half bad when I do what I ought it don't happen much these days. Welcome to our Humble Beer Podcast. I'm Chris Hill. I'm DJ Loop. And um, today with us we have Matt from Brewfest. Knoxville Brewfest, yeah. Knoxville Brewfest, yeah. And um, today we're here to talk more about Brewfest, what you're doing, where we're going with it, and um, you know what people can expect this year, as well as just get to know you a little bit. So um, with that said, we'll just let you take it away and talk a little bit about who you are. Sure, sure. My name's uh, Matt McMillan. I'm the event organizer for Knoxville Brewfest on June 20th in beautiful downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, you know, we are getting ready to celebrate our fifth year so very exciting we've made it this far we're feeling pretty good things keep getting better and you know we're kind of out now talking a little bit more about beer our cause cure to shin and um you know obviously knoxville and it's it's craft beer scene yeah that's really cool um so i guess with that said um you know we'd like to do just a little bit on you know who he and like who, who you, you are, are as like a, as a person, oh, man. the man behind the mask, <laughs> exactly the man like, behind you know the mask. But before before we get into Brewfest, sure, you know, so so yeah, so maybe so, a little bit more. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give you the the quick skinny. Um, you know, I, I got into craft beer, I guess without even realizing it. Helped helping my dad homebrew when I was a kid. Um, didn't get to do much tasting back then, but as as I kind of got older and a little bit more interested in in beer. You know, I wasn't looking for the same thing everyone else was was after, and you know, I was I was very fortunate to have a few very good uh, mentors that helped me in the early days uh, get a hold of some good beer, and then you know, as I you know became of age, uh, craft beer really started to flourish here in Knoxville, and it made mm-hmm. it a lot easier to access all these crazy beers I love to try. Um, so obviously, with you know passion and you know. Loving the flavor of craft beer, I hit a point where, in you know early two thousands, there just wasn't anything else to offer. And you know at that time, uh, the beer market and you know Chris Morton came to town and and really helped jumpstart our craft beer scene. And and with that, you know really started helping us get a lot more new beer in town. And you know, I, I became a, a disciple of come here for the latest greatest new beer yeah and, you know from there that's where i i got started i think a lot of knoxvillians like like in the, especially in the past five years we, we started out at the beer market like m- my original place to go get craft beer in, in knoxville was um union jacks mm-hmm. and we go to union jacks and because that's that was the only place in town and when the when when beer market opened it was like kind of like this fresh new thing and and kind of spurred my passion too yeah. when, I, when I started coming here on a regular basis. And I was definitely a Union Jacks guy as well and you know going through their cooler and it was yeah. uh, you know I was living out west and, and coming to undergrad at UT so it was conveniently on the way to campus uh, or on the way home but yeah then <laughs> then the beer market opened this kind of just 
weird what the heck is going on kind of here deal and you know, as you kind of got here and got involved with the culture and you know got to see all these exciting beers and meet a lot of really great people that were kind of in that same situation it really took off and you know we've really been fortunate to see that grow to the rest of the city and i've been really fortunate because yeah. i gotta i gotta work here <laughs> yeah that- I've got to um, hang out here enough to where they put me to work. So you're basically an honorary <laughs> employee. Well, I have actually worked. I mean, like, like I last worked last uh, shift last uh, Saturday, which was quite amazing, or two Saturdays ago, which was kind of amazing. It was kind of like cool. I was working here besides a holiday. I've usually worked holidays here. Which I, I, remember, I remember DJ being a savior and uh, cleaning yeah, some glasses for us very early on. Yeah, yeah it was. I mean, uh, it, I mean, it's when you when you've kind of like this is kind of very a family cultural or place and when you get inducted to the family you almost have to earn your keep sure so yeah but it's it's fun i mean this place has been that kind of place for knoxville it's been kind of a place where a lot of people learn their craft beer trade well that's how we all got to meet so yeah exactly. cheers to that cheers to that yeah. absolutely we'll clink it we'll clink. Yeah, yeah, absolutely but anyway um so Moving on, we're um, what? It, I mean, what are some of your favorite craft beer flavors, taste, sure. uh, breweries? Some some of the stuff that you know from. This is always my favorite question, and it's. Uh, I, I always like to preface this. It, it depends what side of the bed you roll on. It's how your <laughs> taste buds are kind of what they're in the mood for. Um, I, you know, I, I love some of the very big, nuanced beers, but. You know, really more often than not, you know, I like a good session beer, something mm-hmm. we can sit around the table kind of like we're doing tonight and, and talk, catch up yeah. and, and toss feedback and, you know, dream about this or that, talk about the vols, hell, talk about beer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm one that everyone's always surprised I love. I'm a huge uh, Avery out of Boulder, Colorado. Oh, yeah. uh, they're Joe's yeah. American Pills. Just great, easy drinker. I've always found it when, you know, someone's a little timid about trying some of this crazy, bold-flavored craft beer. It's a great, great pilsner that's brewed properly. It's easy for people to welcome. Um, but you, go ahead. I'm, so, I'm sorry. But that's one of the things I love about the new, like, kind of session movement, and the, like the ease and drinking movement of craft beer is because it's, it's more of a kind of like a... Going into the the kiddie pool end of the, of the and what before you you dive into the the crazy like I'm like a couple of weeks ago I had a peppercorn saison from at at uh, Wicked Weed and mm-hmm. that's kind of just a full flavored complex beer and that's not something you would kind of want to almost dive in sure to, but well, I like, I like, kind of like you said when that. you get into stuff like that uh, one of my favorites uh, Eric Finch from um, Flat 12 was in here a couple years ago when I was working at the beer market. And, you know, we started describing hops and beers as cat piss and horse blanket. <laughs> it's amazing. Really, they're good descriptors for beer, but who the heck would want to drink that exactly. you know, for the uninitiated? Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, that's where I think it's great to see some of these little lower alcohol, more approachable beers. Because, yeah, I mean, you look at the numbers, crafts starting to hit the mainstream, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, part of that is you got to have you know, beer that fits everybody, and that's... The beauty of craft is there is a style for everybody. You can say you're a wine drinker, you know, as long as you're willing to to give something a shot, we'll find you a good beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so yeah, I mean, Pilsner's an easy, fun one. Uh, you know, Yazoo Hefe, great Bavarian style, yeah. Hefeweizen, 
tons of banana, little clove, you know, right down the road from Nashville, you know, Linus and Neil and Lee and that whole crew has always been great to us, but I'll tell you, it's nothing like going to one of their events and having a nice fresh heffy, especially when the sun's out. Um, you know, obviously being a Pilsner guy, a lot of the old Germans are great, but it's really cool starting to see some new U.S. breweries starting that. We're even going to get lucky here soon enough in Knoxville, I hope, for another episode to talk about a German brewery coming in yeah, town. Yeah, oh, I've yeah. heard some... Heard, heard some, some rumors about that. Yeah, yeah, we'll, some, we'll, have, we'll have to work that out, because yeah. uh, I'd, I'd be happy to go tour the castle. Yeah, again. exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. But. That is really exciting. Um, so... So with your with your passion for beer, with um, with everything that you learned, how did that translate into, say, getting into Brewfest? How did Brewfest come about? I know you're the organizer of it now, sure. but were you kind of the founder of it as well? I or? was not. So uh, yeah, Mark, Martin Daniel and Chris Morton kind of got it started here in Knoxville. Uh, mm-hmm. Martin started one in Memphis six years ago, and the one in Knoxville five years ago with Chris in, in 2011. I was really just kind of caught in the fold as far as you know get got in and out you know with being involved in the beer market and just helping here and there and you know as I, I left uh, the beer market last year and had a little extra time on my hands um, you know I was kind of approached to help mountain and organize it last year and hmm. it was a uh, I mean, very very neat experience yeah. I mean it was it, I think it was, it was last year was it, was it was great it was a learning experience but it was I think last year was one of my favorite festivals. Well, I appreciate that, and, mm-hmm. and I, I say that from and like, I, of course, I like I got the, the the honor of helping out before the day of the festival and stuff, and that was fun. <laughs> and you put me to work; it was good. But we, we had we had some di- difficulties and some water and some we had a little fun, fun and adventure, and I, and unloading some. Um, I got to unload kegs and hang, help out with the guys and meet a lot of people and stuff like that. But also, I got the chance to just be part of the, the patron, and I love the fact that we had that kind of open feel vibe of the festival on the day of, and it was kind of had that L shape on the sure. on the street corners, and it almost mm-hmm. kind of felt like a down. It felt like a genuine genuine downtown festival mm-hmm. that wasn't like uh, cornered into like a, a space, and and it was it felt like it was a street festival kind of atmosphere, and really. <laughs> Really like, really like that kind of atmosphere last year. It was really fun. I think it was. I had heard so much positive feedback about last year's festival. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we were you know, obviously slightly different location, but still pretty much the same location. You know, almost three times as much space, some new views, a little bit more airflow. We we're really fortunate. It cooled off after yeah, the rain. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, um, that was a perfect weather for it last year. Yeah, I'll definitely say that. And it was neat, and that's why you know we're, we're excited to be back again, and also preparing to not be so lucky with the temperatures and adding <laughs> yeah. some more tending and shade yeah. to make sure. Yeah, it's a comfortable environment. People, have, yeah, you don't feel packed in. You got room to taste and step away from the table and relax and talk about the beer. I mean, that's kind of where Brewfest ends up. You know, we raise money for Cure Sham, but, you know, the other really important part is we get people a chance and brewers a chance to connect with each other. Yeah. I mean, Oh, I was going to say, so what is Cure de Chien? You, you mentioned that sure. a couple of times, but I'm sure our listeners probably aren't familiar with it. So what, what is Cure de Chien? Yeah, so uh, Cure de Chien is an organization that supports research and finding a cure for Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Hmm. Um, it's a particular type of dystrophy that uh, affects young boys. Um, hmm. You know, very, very degenerative. Most of, most of the boys, unfortunately, don't even make it into their 20s. Hmm. And by the time they even get there, they've, they've lived a very hard, hard life. So... 
you know, we are we're really fortunate to have a good cause and a lot of good volunteers and people even locally that, you know, their their sons are in that situation and we're able to kind of directly contribute to that. And, you know, we're starting now as we've gotten our footing to help try and raise a little bit more awareness and, and as we've done every year, try and raise a little bit more money for the cause while at the same time supporting Knoxville's crappier community. That's cool. That's really cool. So I guess, you know, when, when you pay money to Brewfest, you're not just paying money to Brewfest for the sake of getting beer. It's actually going to a good cause, and you're actually contributing to yeah. helping these people. Yeah, actually, we're able to put quite quite a bit of money um, from, from all our ticket sales. So that's that's really important to us, because all the net proceeds go to Cure to Shin, and, you know, it makes a big difference. And we were so close to 50,000 last year and we're really hoping and working hard to get over that this year and you know, make big meaningful contributions yeah. well, as we said yeah. at the same I mean, time exposing kind of kind of the downsides and the issues and educating people and, and making sure they have avenues to help support even just beyond I mean, like, to me, cool. for me as a volunteer that in, in the past where I like knowing that my, my, my sweat and my work and the things I've done to help set up the festivals and, and work there and be part of it is going for a good cause and going for somebody. And the thing about it is with uh, Mark Daniels, which is this, his son, Greg Matthew. Ha, ha, he, he, I mean, seeing that face and have, having you, it, it's such a great connection. And it's such, such a great connection having it, seeing that. And it makes you put that much effort into it and work harder being a volunteer so it's it's awesome it's it's, it's really it's really kind of cool for me to just have that connection and, and sure and you have that you just have that kind of just real feel about it that you're you're not only shredding crap beer culture you're doing something positive for your community yeah. well and that really is crap beer culture yeah is, exactly you know, kind of getting on why it's yeah kind of so easy to get on board because yeah the the culture itself the breweries the retailers you know everyone involved is really doing the right thing and yeah at the end of it, you're having a beer while you're doing it. Yeah, it, it makes it an easy yeah. sell for people to have a little fun and do something for a good cause. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep saying absolutely. 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 This <laughs> is not a vodka advertisement. Exactly. No. I know. No. Okay. Um, anyways. Well, anyways. Well, <laughs> here we go. With, in, with the craft beer festivals and stuff, like... like I've kind of like seen a lot of like festivals pop up here lately, and and I think some festivals can be a good thing, and sometimes things some you see uh, the bad thing. How do you feel, in your opinion, that they work into the craft beer culture? Like, how, how why do you think they're important to the culture, and how does that work in your mind? How that that flows? Sure. It's I mean I think there's several different ways to look at it, and you know we're we're fortunate with Brewfest is you know we're definitely one of those that really focuses on the charity, and at the end of the day. Yeah, there is a bottom line, but it's not going into someone's pocket. It's going into a charity's pocket. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what we're fortunate to do with that is that helps us get really good partners that, you know, willing to go the extra mile. We've got great volunteers. We've got great breweries and distributors that get behind us. And, I mean, that helps in that sense. But the other thing with with having lots of, cold, you know, other festivals about, it's just going to help elevate craft beer in general, which is obviously another goal a brew fest and you know supporting the craft yeah, beer scene. I, I, mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been to like several festivals, like the East National um, Beer Festival, mm-hmm. the Thirsty Orange, uh, and and Knoxville Brew Fest are my three favorite festivals. Love East Nash. Uh, East Nash, and they become they don't become wait in line fests. They become yeah. they become community festivals almost. They can become festivals where you're 
connecting with each other. And I think that's part of being in the festival um, structure. Is is in a, it's almost a community event. It's almost um, people being in a community atmosphere, and you're just drinking beer and you're doing something for a good cause, or and it, it, you're not sitting there and just like waiting in line for your next beer, which I think is very important. Which I think Brewfest has always done very well. Thanks, we appreciate that. I mean, that's definitely you know, something you know Chris preached from the very beginning, and I, you know, I've taken to heart as I've kind of stepped up as you know taking that role. Is that yeah, it's important. It's you know this is a craft beer sampling event for charity, and part of sampling is you got to make sure the line's short and easy and. And part of the fun, too, is getting an opportunity to kind of meet the brewers and the people behind the beer and, you know, vice versa, for them to get to meet their consumers. And, you know, it's, it's a lot easier when there's not so much stress of a big, deep line, you know, right behind you. And you can have a little patience to, you know, talk a little bit. Yeah, like, I mean, like, for me, like the, the Cascular guys. Um, oh, Don and Dave Sergio. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're I mean, great. Like, I've, every time I've done the festival and stuff, and, and like, they've always, they've always recognized me. And it's kind of cool. I just want to, like, I say, I walk by them, hey, come over. And they're like, the restaurant. And they made and I've made that connection, which is which is really cool. And like with other other brewers, and that's one of the ones that I've, I've think could come to mind that because of working at Brewfest, I've just made that connection and they've sure. always invited you back in because they remember you. Well, you know, Lagunitas did a cool thing last year. They had street performers. So, I mean, you want to talk about, you know, one, it helps them, but yeah, it really contributed to our kind of our fun vibe last mm-hmm. year. You just had, you're walking down the street sampling a beer and these really cool acrobats just on the street yeah, doing yeah. these amazing things and you know, your mind is just kind of blown. Yeah, I, I remember that from last year and I can't remember. I feel like I saw that somewhere else too. I can't. Yeah, so they, they, do they do that publicly? So last year they did that at quite a few events. Okay. Um, you know, we're, we're not sure. We're hoping they'll be back and doing that again. You know, otherwise, you know, that's one of those contributing yeah. where they got an idea at other festivals and brought it to us and now we're like, well, you know, that's something we should keep going because it's just kind of fun. It adds a little bit to the vibe, yeah. and, yeah, everyone enjoys it. It's it's something different. It's a little bit better than just walking booth to booth, and, yeah, it's nice to have your friends, but yeah. it's also nice to see a little something fun and entertaining on the way to your next brewery. Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's really cool, too, because it's not just live music. It's not just your, your run-of-the-mill, you know, either live music or hot babes seems to be the two things that you see in in a lot of these brew fests. <laughs> Um, you know, as, as being the main attractors to a booth. It's, sure. So, it, well, I mean, what are the attractions we're looking at? Or DJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, DJ's one heck of an attraction. I am one of attraction. <laughs> Come see me. Um, <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah, everybody will. <laughs> Find me at the festival. It's always a good time. Mm. Uh, yeah. what, what, what do you think are some of the attractions we're going to have this year? Well, so, I mean, obviously we, we're, we're coming back to the band, so, I mean, that'll be fun. Uh, you know, Marvel City Shooters reached out to me pretty early. Um, they're going to actually play for the line this year, so kind of, you know, 3 o'clock. You can start checking in 4 o'clock. The gate's open. So at oh, least, nice. you know, if you're oh, coming in early and making sure you get in early, that's kind of how it works. If you mm-hmm. want to be yeah. in at 4, get there at 3. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, while you're there getting checked out, you know, you'll have some great music. They're local. Um, you know, then on, on top of that, you know, we've got uh, Bark and Guy Marshall that are going to play on the main oh, stage during the festival. Very good. Very you know, cool. just good laid back, easy music. Um, Smoky Mountain Brewery, our presenting sponsor this year. Cool. They're really starting to do a lot of cool new things in their brew house and expanding. Yeah, really. So they're going to kind of have the plate the past couple. Yeah, weeks. which is great. You know, I think that's kind of neat to see all the competition, new mm-hmm. brews coming online, and seeing some of our you know 
pretty much our oldest brewery in, in East Tennessee, mm-hmm. yeah, stepping up as well and, and really contributing to the scene and ready to do it. So they're going to have a cool little beer garden and, and beer area near the stage. I mean, that'll be fun. We've got uh, Zach with Knox Brew Tours. He put together a collaboration beer with a bunch of the, the breweries getting started. So he's going to... Gonna have a little special keg, so that's uh, that's a little that's, 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 that's a little special yeah, news that most yeah, of the world doesn't know about yet. That's Maybe get contact information. Hoping to get him. I'm, I'm hoping one day we can do a podcast on Knoxville Brew tour, Tours. Tours that would be. I, awesome. I, I would be happy. I was I was I was surprised how much fun I. Had. Yeah, he well, does well, a great well, job. Yeah, well, our thing was like just bring the recorder along. On, I think we should do it and just just sign up and. Tell them, tell them ahead of time and just do I it. Think, I think it. we can hook that up. Yeah, yeah, but we can. Yeah, we can really try cool. to try, try to see if we can make that happen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Awkward transition. Well, I feel bad. Y'all are out of beer, so you have nothing to sip on. Yeah, right? we, exactly. we could we could actually probably should, take should a, we take a brief commercial break, break? And grab, grab some beer. Perfect. And we are back from the break. Um, we got some fresh beers here, um, so I guess we'll go around and, and just kind of see who who's drinking well, what today. We don't really have a beer of the week yeah. sample. We don't have like so. any like sampling, but he, yeah, like like this guy right here, Matt. He was waving the heavy flag, like a few, few pretty minutes heavily, ago. Like, yeah, pretty right. heavily. So guess yeah. what? I had to get the heavy. I went with the heavy, and it's just it's. You, Fresh, good as good as it always is. Yes, coincidentally, mm-hmm. over the break, a Yazoo Hefe keg appeared on tap. Exactly, magically. My, you know, my brother sitting there just had a feeling that's what I would get. Yeah, easy call. Easy that's call. Awesome. Even got me a matching glass. Yeah, cheers. That is that. awesome. Here, here, here. Chris, what are you drinking? Well, I'm, I guess I'm the rebel of the night. I'm drinking the uh, the Green Man Porter. Oh, yeah. It's, it's delicious. So good. Anything. Anything it's like, like like literally lately anything they touch kind of just almost like turns to gold. Yeah, Green and they're they're, really they're just a, just a great brewery. It's one and of those in American craft beer, a couple good solid English styles. Yeah, sticks out these days. Exactly. Yeah. True story. Especially when brewed well, like Green yeah. Man always does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're and they're getting ready to do like a what, three to four million dollar production facility. Something yeah. something to something that. Is. South Slope Asheville's got a lot of activity, yeah. and Green Man's getting ready to put yeah. their nice big mark on it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited for what is in store for that brewery. So, but yeah. it's yeah. It's, um, so, like speaking of different beers, what do you what do you think are some good highlights of the festival? Like, as in, what what some good breweries do you think you might be sure. showing up? Well, I mean, one of one of the great things, obviously, with Knoxville, usually a little bit behind the curve. We're really? starting to just catch up and see so many new beers. But then on top of that, we're starting to see a lot of new beers in the southeast. So, I mean, you've got Red Hair just came in, Wise Acres. Had a great splash from Memphis, so yeah, I have a good buddy that's that's from that works in Memphis and from Miss and Memphis, and he's been bringing me a Wiseacre for back for back for a little while. So it's it's really kind of cool to like not have to wait for that to be able to walk into my the beer market here and buy it for yeah. myself. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean it's it's neat. We're, I mean really, I, I'm really just happy we're gonna have more and more mm-hmm. Tennessee beer. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Slowly but surely, we've got a really good Middle Tennessee contingent of breweries that are putting out some great product and slowly starting to get established and moved out. Um, yeah, we've 
that's kind of the best part is with more breweries means more beer means mm-hmm. you know some of the stuff you know we had to bring in originally we can trim down but then also too we've, we've gotten a little bit smarter and part of that that sampling that we're focusing on this year is bringing in some smaller cakes so we can switch out and give you more beers and more styles to sample mm-hmm. so you know we will have as much beer per gallon as we've had in the past but we will have you know let's see we were about 250 last year we're pushing 300 350 different styles of beer you know we're adding new breweries i mean that's that's one of those it's just an easy push because you know the market's growing and we're able to just put some new beers out there and you know that's the fun thing about festival season breweries hold off these cool kegs and they'll bring it out and that's yeah, you see some of your favorites. Some mm-hmm. people have never even heard of this brew, but then you just got these crazy one-offs. That, you yeah, know, you say yeah. you say festival season, and I like and I, find, I love the fact that you said that because to to, to me as a craft beer person, I was like like once once like April May hits, like it's a, it's almost like when you got football season, you got baseball season, you got festival season. You know that opportunity is coming for the next summer to, to maybe travel to stay in town to go to that place where you, you might get some just one one-off brews. And like, there's some festivals that I've been to where it's a requirement at the festival to to have that like one off, sure, which is awesome. And and I love and a lot of and a lot of them, a lot of the uh, like the breweries just for the sake of a festival will, will bring something different, and yeah. and then you get to taste that uniqueness of a uh, at a festival that you don't get, and you get that community, you get that like kind of almost originality that you wouldn't get at, at your local pub sure. or beer market. Or well, something. And then, yeah, it's kind of our market grows in Knoxville. That's the fun part is you know people start getting used to some of their favorites, and that's where it's, you know the the brewers get a chance to step up and show off all the other fun things they can do besides you know just their normal flagship beers, and that's that's what we're excited. You know, we're starting to see you know some brewers in that sense have been with us five years and. Starting to bring even cooler and cooler beers. You've got new breweries able to bring flagships in, and then as you know, they they start being in town for a while. Yeah, they they can have some of their great beers they have year round and seasonal, and then they just get to bring these crazy out of nowhere beers. Which and that's yeah. the thing about craft beer. I mean, you yeah. can just put the craziest of flavors. So are, we, are you gonna are we gonna have like a? I say we. I'm sorry. If it's oh, we. This is not just a beer festival. <laughs> I mean, my I feel it's, it's ours. I, sure. I, it's it is ours. It's I feel ours. Craft beer is for the people. I feel ownership, right. and like like I'm like are gonna have a good um, home brewers consistency with. Uh, so yeah, I mean, where we really sit, I mean, uh, Tennessee Valley Homebrewers does yes. great work with Brewers Jam in the fall. Mm-hmm. We really kind of start trying to promote some of the getting ready to start up breweries at, at Brewfest. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, so like that's where we're kind of we're in that neat spot where these guys and gals are tra- you know transitioning from you know they've been brewing on weekends as a hobby and you know now they're ready to you know put it all on the line and risk and you know go do something neat and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where we really start to see a lot of cool breweries starting up, a lot of cool backstories, a lot of cool buildings, just a lot of cool mm-hmm. places in yeah, town. The, yeah, there was yeah. a great article about, uh, and uh, I've seen it, uh, it was like in Asheville, it was the Asheville newspaper, it was about um, like all the historic beer buildings that the um, uh, 
that the different actual breweries were taking over mm-hmm. and starting up, and it was that how they were preserve, preserving those buildings and how craft beer culture has is kind of preserving history in a way. Sure, and it's, and it's, it's really kind of cool to and I see that in Knoxville. Like you see some of these old buildings in different places in old um, old, uh, old North Knox and 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 um, South Knox and stuff like that. You see these old buildings and stuff. That were something else turned into a craft brewery and sure. pre- pre- preserves history. Well, and it's been vice versa. I mean, you look at you know pre-prohibition, how many breweries we had in this country, yeah. and mm-hmm. how many of those old structures have been converted to other you know new purposes. It's and it's somewhat cyclical in, in reality, but yeah, I mean it's it's another one of those. What's so cool about craft beer is you know how well the culture of the industry really ties into the local scene. Mm-hmm. And, really getting into the roots and yeah a lot of the roots is history and yeah preserving these great gorgeous buildings that were built so many decades ago and yeah they just need a little bit of love and, and someone to care and some and some new people to come check them out and that's where you know put a little tasting room and suddenly all these people that hey. never saw this block never cared suddenly see the potential and it yeah. grows and out from and as, yeah. as you said that that's kind of cool too where that kind of ties into Brewfest what this conversation does well well because I mean they, the, the Brewfest almost it, it, it's on Gay Street comes down and you you have that new hundred block of Gay Street which is almost it's been there a long time it's almost, but it's but it almost like it feels like a new section of town yeah mm-hmm. and then you come down into the old kind of the old section of town a little bit so you kind of got like this kind of like competing area of and town and you got the new structures down here and you kind of kind of like these new businesses and stuff like sure. that mm-hmm. and I love how the fact that too the way that Brewfest has moved where it's kind of almost it's, it's kind of promoting downtown too at the same time as having a wonderful yeah. yeah. beer festival well yeah, it's truly a Knoxville Brewfest that's actually downtown town yeah well yeah it's, it's in the heart of a part of old city a lot of times that people don't look at now I, I, I'm down there every day I work at that big ugly building there um, for AT&T so yeah it's a blast but um, with that said, like, like, you know, it's, it's a great building downtown. Are you guys looking this year to kind of keep the same layout as last year? Is that something you can even yeah. speak to? Oh, or? definitely. Yeah, no, we'll, uh, I mean, really shooting very similar layout, just easy flowing, you know, trying to find, uh, some new efficiencies, you know, one thing between the rain and, you know, just where the gate location was last year, it was not clean getting in. So mm-hmm. we've done a lot of work to. Uh, you know, expedite that process. We've That's teamed good. up with Eventbrite to make sure we've got a great ticketing platform cool. that just makes that quick. But also, we're opening a second gate. Ah. Um, so the, the 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 viaduct, which one of our big main feature pieces where we put all the Tennessee breweries, right at the end of the hundred block of Gay Street, we're going to have our second gate this year. Very cool. So yeah, we want to make sure that one, it's just. It's easy to get in. It's stress free, and you know that's for something we noticed with the new location. Just you know, it wasn't easy, and that was kind of our our gleaming screw up last year, which you know made it obviously the easiest thing to fix because we knew we had to fix yeah. it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, I'm, I'm glad you guys. I mean, you mentioned we oh, we didn't want any. We I, I didn't want to try to get bad light. Yeah, no, sure. absolutely on, on the festival. That, that was the whole. I mean, kind of. It was this was kind of a, I want a positive activity thing. But the, the glad that you met the kind of brought mentioned mention that, that. Yeah, yeah because well, it, it was it was kind of a conga line of of waiting in line it was. last year. Not so, not that you know not that you know it wasn't our fault for being late. My fault, anyways, for yeah. being late to to get there sure. to line up. But 
Well, and, and we just, you know, that was the first time we dealt with rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially, you know, right there at Glass. So, mm-hmm. you know, for us, it was a new experience. I mean, for everyone, it really was. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's a learning experience, and that's where, you know, sure. we're fortunate to, you know, have a little extra extension and... The really the biggest blessing was that the temperature cooled yeah, down. Yeah, that was made it, that was awesome. Really relaxing it, once you got it. It ended up being like a seventy-five degree day after, yeah. after the rain. You know, it was muggy. The lines are crazy, and you know, thankfully we got everybody in. Yeah, obviously you saw with the new location. Once you got in, the venue's great. So yeah, that's yeah. that's for us. Is you know, every year we need to make it better, and that that was an easy fix for us to add a second gate and improve our ticketing process. And mm-hmm. so yeah, you're not worried about getting in. You're worried about how do I try all these beers? Exactly. And, you know, part of that is, yeah, if you don't get them this year, we'll have them back next year. Yeah. Or better yet, you know, support craft beer around town and, and go try them out as, you know, brew reps are in town and, and feature them and your other favorite bars. Just, that's the coolest thing about craft beer. It's it's everywhere and it's a little bit different everywhere you walk in. You know, it's not going to be the same thing bar to bar to bar. Yeah. So, so, so to that point, are there any new breweries that are coming in this year that maybe haven't been here in years past? Any, sure. Anything new and exciting to look out for? Yeah. I mean, a couple of easy ones. Yeah. Obviously, just some ones we've seen, you know, recently in the past. You know, we got Red Hair coming up from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, you got Wiseacre coming in. Oh, that'll be fun. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there's. That's just tip of the ice, iceberg. Just trying to hit the, mm-hmm. the southeast ones. Uh, I, I, first have, and I easy. have a personal one I have to ask about. Go ahead. Is West Sixth going to be there? West Sixth. We've been talking with them, so we're hoping they can make it down. Yeah, they're, Please. They're IPA <laughs> and they're yeah. Any, they're, anything yeah, of theirs. They're, they're, West Sixth is uh, um, love, love any, their any stuff. Any more yeah. um, like the the Kentucky? Like, um, have you heard anything from like maybe Country Boy or something like that? Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll have Country Boy in. I mean, so it's. It's slowly but surely working. So some mm-hmm. some of it is is with the busy festival season as is yeah, now. Like, yeah. it's March you're, like, you're probably competing with like two, three other festivals sure. in the south to, to get so, to even get them down. Well, here. that's yeah. a big thing that we do is we want the beer there. We want people to try. Obviously, mm-hmm. as much as possible, we want brewery representation. Yeah. That mm-hmm. can sometimes be the hardest thing mm-hmm. when there's so many conflicting you know interests going on. So. Yeah. That's one thing that Brewfest does that, you know, a lot of festivals aren't. You know, we will go out and buy the beer and make sure it's there for, for y'all to have a chance to try it. Because, yeah, I mean, it's everyone has busy lives. You know, some people aren't going to make it this year. They'll make it the next. And, you know, it's the same way when it comes to brewers. There's, there's things going on. They have families, you know. That's one thing we always realize. But this yeah. time of year, you know, those guys and gals have to work Monday through Friday. And this time of year, someone's always getting to travel every weekend. Yeah, yeah, you know, festival season can be fun, but, you know, it can be stressful. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of weekends away. You know, you already spent a lot of the week working hard. Yeah. You know, we'd like to, one, make sure it's relaxed for everybody. I've got to know some of the the representatives from, from Highland Brewing Company over the years. And they're just like great people, and like, and I'll, I'll I'll text them or talk to them or email them or whatever, and say, hey, are you guys going to be in town for this festival? Or are you going to be at that festival? Because I'm going to go. And they're like, nope, got this family thing or got that family thing. This person's going to connect with that guy, and I completely understand that because yeah. they've they I mean like just because and just because a festival is happening doesn't mean the main person is going to be there, which is sure. it's very respectable. And, 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 but the thing it is, you also love to, to like when you go to a festival to put a face with that brewery. And, yeah. and like, like when, um, a couple of years ago, I think I got to, to have it put a, put a face with some of the reps for, um, Oscar blues. Cause they had just come in town and I got to like see some of the, the guys there. And then around the corner, like I kind of like 
saw him again, and it was kind of cool to put a face with. It wasn't the like the, the guy from Colorado, but it was the guy from sure. Yeah, it was kind of cool to just put that face. The, the best way I describe that, I mean, it really is like touring a band around the country. I mean, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, the reps especially you know, they see each other a lot, especially this time of year on the weekend, and yeah, it's fun. It's it's nice to at least have some friends, you know, and kind of in that that same boat situation. But yeah, you know, we we like to make sure. Yeah, you know, we know they have lives, and but at the same time, we try to make it a fun week, and we try and do a lot of other step outside of the festival to make it easy for them to bring family in if they want and relax and you'll see Knoxville and that's you know we're kind of talking about you know bringing the energy to different parts of town earlier and that's that's one thing I've been really excited to see is you know getting people on the other side of the tracks to the old Mm -hmm. city and we've got a lot of energy in North Knoxville we've got a lot of energy right there Mm -hmm. Um, and and it's kind of coming together and that's been a really cool thing to be in the center of all that absolutely that with central flats and taps and uh, oh yeah um, happy or and, and happy yeah, happy holler, holler yeah. and um, um, what is it uh, other what's the other beer market down there hops and hollers hops and hollers I'm yeah. sorry and hollers. I know your name I've been there a thousand times <laughs> had a brain fart sorry hops and holler <laughs> sure um, hops and holler they're awesome get a food truck on a, on a Friday night and and I watched soccer there several times and it's, it's just a great little. That little area of town kind of converging, and you got the public sure. house down there, and we're converging with downtown, which is awesome. And I think like Brewfest can be like a center to that, which is awesome. Yeah. So like like after, after um, Brewfest a couple of years, like I think it was last year, and after Brewfest we went to the public house and just hung out and chilled. And um, I was gonna get a good gourmet yeah, hot dog. dog. Yeah, we say we, we say we got a hot dog and just chilled out for a while. That was mm-hmm. that was kind of a good experience. So um, that's always kind of good that you're kind of. A, Letting people sure. explore the areas of downtown yeah. Knoxville, yeah. and I'm, I'm a, I like, I'm a big, like, I, I wear the Knoxville badge proud because like, it, like people in this area, like they they tout Asheville and Savannah and stuff like that. But I think Knoxville has its own right and its own. We're our crabber culture is, hey, we're coming up and we're working. Sure. We, and, we've always been the scruffy city, and I, I think our breweries are starting to prove that too. We're we're scrapping, we're growing. You know, we're adding, we're, I mean, there's just a lot more breweries now than there used to be, and sure. especially in that downtown area, like, having worked down there now for probably six or seven months, like, um, seeing just the growth that's been there during that time with um, stuff on Jefferson with the Standard, Sweet yeah. Peas, um, a lot of those areas, there's just a yeah, lot of Jackson, growth. Jackson have a lot of growth, but even on the other side, I mean, yeah. Depot, a lot of those, those, those old buildings that were just run down you know, you're seeing a lot of construction oh, some of them are still there. run down <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's there, there's still there's a lot of economic growth in that area sure. that people don't aren't aware of and yeah it's and like I said that, I mean that's that's a cool opportunity for you know Brewfest to draw a crowd over there maybe a lot of people that you know wouldn't normally go that 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 little particular part of downtown and start seeing it start seeing the activity start seeing the potential yeah, and that's I mean that's what Knoxville is right now. It, it is a boatload of potential, mm-hmm. and I think we're finally we finally got a lot of great people, you know, in craft beer and even in other industries that are realizing that and finally kind of we're all in stride together, doing some great things for our city. Absolutely, uh, yeah, I love it. I hope we can one day compete with. I mean, we, it's hard to, to say that, but one day compete with Nashville. Mm-hmm. Sure. Southeast, and I think I think we can do that one day. And nothing, and thing it is, I love Asheville. Asheville's got a place in my heart that no that no other city in the Southeast does. Mm-hmm. And but I'm hoping one day where I can come and sit in my city and say, hey, 
we have that like kind of attitude toward craft beer and toward culture that that city has adopted for a while now. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, I mean that's that's a great thing beyond just craft beer. It's you know Asheville and a lot of cities like it. You know they've they've adopted really embraced their local entrepreneurs that have you know gotten involved and yeah they believed in their city and that you know they did something and you know with that their neighbors surrounded upon them and you know Knoxville's starting to see that now and craft beer is one of those cool things that it brings people together gives people a reason to go check out you know different parts of the city and yeah and then you sit down and have a great beer and and talk about it yeah. great beer great people yeah, absolutely I'm a very people centered person and, and I think the craft beer brings I'm almost I think and there's something about craft beer that brings out so many great people. We got a whole another episode on that yeah, one, exactly. I'm sure, my friends. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I've said before. I actually think I said in the uh, last episode that it would be great to have, um, you know, one where we just talk about like the people of the craft beer yeah, community. Yeah, just like, like interview people. Inter- interview people. Interview the. Um, I mean, even the like the bartenders and stuff. There's just so many interesting people in this. Community in this yeah. culture that be, be a cool awesome segment to at the about. top of every show. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like the, the, the kind of the reason why we're doing the podcast. I mean, like the beer is important to us, and it's it's this this what brings us to here. But the people is what sustains everything, mm-hmm. and the people is what kind of keeps everybody coming back. Like like you don't have good people doing doing it, then right. yeah, someone's so, got to brew the beer. Somebody's, somebody's got to sell the beer. Yeah. Exactly. Somebody's yeah. got to drink it. It's all, yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's just always it's always these these just like, these unique people that have these unique lives, and you just have great stories and great conversations, and they just keep on bringing back. And it's like like you, you just have this great conversation. Or you have this great story about how you come to Knoxville and and, and your craft beer and the story how you got into craft beer, which is it's it's amazing, mm-hmm. and it's, and I just love hearing stories and hearing the people and just connecting with the people so yeah great absolutely well matt thank you for for coming here for being with us today um before we go we definitely want to give people a chance to know where to find brew fest i I think most people will find it online basically from what we promote on the podcast but for those that are just now listening maybe they just get it as a subscription where can they find Brewfest? Where can they find when it is? And well, definitely, you can tell us right definitely, now. Definitely, yeah. Well, I mean, one so guys, I, take it away. Thanks so much for having us on, and really thank you so much for doing what you guys are doing, promoting mm. craft beer, and you know, one starting here in Knoxville, which is your hometown. And um, yeah, so to business, uh, Brewfest is uh, June twentieth down uh, just across the tracks from the old city. Uh, KnoxvilleBrewFest.com, almost all the information you ever need. But uh, KNX BrewFest, Twitter and and uh, Instagram. You know, look at us Facebook.com/KnoxvilleBrewFest. Keep up with the updates. We'll get you tickets. Early bird tickets are forty dollars until June sixth. After that, it's fifty. Hundred percent of all the proceeds go to Curtishen Research. So we hope y'all will join us for. Knoxville's finest craft beer sampling event, raising money for Cured Shit. Very cool, very cool. Well, thank you so much again for being on the podcast today. Um, and and with that said, I, I guess we're pretty much done. Just before we go, um, you know, as always, find us online humblebeerpodcast.com. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Christopheles and at DJ Loop. DJ Loop. Loop with an E. Loop. Yeah. Right. Loop with what? Why did I say E? Yeah, loop with an E. Loop with an E. I was right. D. I'm like, what? Yeah, looped. 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 Two O's. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> Loop. Or, or just yeah. go to our website. It's all there. And again, humblebeerpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash humblebeerpodcast. Um, and then also, you know, that said, we've also got a, um, as you may have heard when you first tuned in to the episode, we actually have a intro song that that will that will actually be starting to do so. Yeah, DJ can tell you a little bit yeah, more about so that. There's and who's a doing that local national band called Kelsey's Woods. They're oh, called, right. and the song's called uh, "These Days." It's an awesome song. They're amazing artists, amazing people. Um, I actually uh, uh, one of the uh, the bass player Russ. He works in the craft beer industry in the, in the beverage industry. Um, great music, great people. Um, uh, Kelsey Woods Bandcamp, Kelsey Woods Twitter. Um, and Custom Woods Facebook, all that stuff. Just find their information and their uh, all that stuff to to um, find out Kelsey what Kelsey's Woods is about. They're awesome. If you like good soulful country music and soulful music, you will love them, and they're the best. So I love absolutely, them. they're good friends and good people and good music. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening this week. I've been Chris Hill, DJ Loop, and uh, this has been your Humble Beer Podcast. Thanks for listening. All right. I'm halfway down in the bottom of a bottle and